All right, welcome to the Shout Out Atlanta podcast. We hope it'll become a part of your daily routine because in just 15 minutes a day, you'll learn two life lessons, one for your personal life and one for your professional life from some of the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives in town. All right, so we are absolutely thrilled to be with fashion designer, stylist Carl Hibbert today on the pod, his clothing brand, Fortunate Lifestyle FLS, turned 10 this past April. So congrats on that, Carl. And uh, outside of work, he has three exotic pets. He's a second degree black belt in Taekwondo, manages a YouTube group, and recently graduated with his master's degree in corporate communication just this July. So congrats, Carl. You've got a lot on your plate. So we really appreciate you being here with us today. And as you know, this podcast is all about us giving our interviewees an uninterrupted platform to share their stories. First, your personal story. And stories that help illustrate the lessons that you've learned along the way, one from your personal life, one from your professional life. And so let's jump right into your story. Tell us how you got to where you are today and uh, don't leave out any of the interesting details. We want to hear about all of it. Oh, man. Uh, Thank you for that grand intro. Uh, Yeah, that pretty much encompassed me. (laughs) Um, But everything started really, I'll really just jump into it. Um, 2011, April, 2011, um, an advanced computer applications class, myself and my um, good friend, Ashley. Um, we came up with an idea really just to want to be different. Something that's going to help us stand out from our peers, but at the same time, something that our peers can invest in something that our ideas and our creativeness can, can span across something that we can see visually. Um, and all that really came from my cousin in New York. I was born in uh, Brooklyn, East Flatbush, Brooklyn, New York. And um, one of my cousins, Kaysen, he had a brand out there, a streetwear brand called First in Flight. And uh, I just always, just back in like when Facebook was, you know, really popping, um, I used to always watch their Facebook. They had daily Facebook videos they would post where it would just be them walk around their school, asking kids about their line, what their favorite pieces were. They had these Lego pins, these fire Lego pins, like Lego hearts, different colors, uh, Pac-Man ghosts. Um, that was like their staple. And that was what they would have kind of just pictures of, post those around the school, put those on backpacks, shirts, jackets, and those kind of like the, the face of their brand, really. And it was just something about, and he's a little bit older than me, but still in the same, you know, age group. So I would always look up to him and what he did. And it was just so cool to see someone's ideas brought to life and then see your peers and even people you don't know wearing your ideas. So that was just the coolest thing to me. And that's what really uh, sparked the idea to want to bring it up to Ashley and, and create something. And living in Indiana, it's not too much of a fashion drive here. I don't know if you're familiar with the the brand Dope, but uh, Dope actually started in Indianapolis on uh, 86th Street, like the west side of Indianapolis. So I mean, outside of that, it's not too much fashion that that fashion history that origin originates here, or too much even that goes on here now, as far as you know, accredited fashion shows or media publications, anything like that, really in the Midwest. So it was really something we wanted to tackle and we wanted to kind of be the first of our kind of breed and our kind of age and, and location really doing that. So along with another friend of ours, Tyler Harris, um, we, we kind of took hold of it and we kind of just bounced logos, ideas of names and stuff before we even jumped into clothing. And we kind of pieced together Fortunate 
and then lifestyle. And then we put it together, a fortunate lifestyle. So, and I think that name just starting out was just so dynamic and just so uh, encapsulating of just everything that we try to strive for. Our, our motto when we first started was LLMM. So living life, making moves. So in everything we did, nothing was forced, nothing was stressed, nothing was supposed to be unnatural or unorganic. Everything was just supposed to be us living our everyday natural lives. And while we're doing that, we're making moves towards, you know, success, making moves towards our goals and that that next that next peak. So that's really just how it started. And from there, um, life, <laughs> I would really say, kind of just, just just happened from there. Then the following year when we really got our feet under us and we're ready to really start building, Tyler ended up moving to Ohio. So then we were doing a little bit of the distance on the phone, you know, trying to um, figure out certain business ideas, but still being early in the brand. It's like we don't even have too much of a base to really be doing a long distance as far as like trying to do business plans, meetings and stuff like that. So it turned to something where uh, I guess people just energy motivation from different ends just kind of fell off. And I was just doing this on my own for a period of time. So um, it really taught me about the struggles, the trials, the tribulations that come with being a sole proprietor and sole proprietor and entrepreneur. Um, the time, the financial contributions, the large ones that you have to put forth. Whereas if you had a partner or someone else, you could, um, devote some of that work to, you know, that'd be, that'd be cool. But at the end of the day, um, the part about it that's gotten me through it and has allowed me to really stand on my own two feet is knowing that anything and everything that comes from the success of fortunate lifestyle is something that I can hang my hat on. Um, of course, no one does anything alone and there's help along the way, but as far as the vision, the work, the long nights, all that, it, that really comes from me. And I know that any success, any accolade that I get, I know that that's a highlight that I personally have earned. So, um, Along the years, I've uh, really invested financially uh, in equipment, materials, so I could uh, do everything in-house. Uh, there's very minimal that I have to really outsource when it comes to vinyls, screen printing, embroidery, sewing, um, even sourcing. I-, I have a few stores in the city, and I just have a few places online. that I've actually <clears throat> become cool with some of the actual suppliers, so I'm able to get... Uh, bulk or individual discounts, uh, early colorways on certain pieces. So it's really cool. And like I said, doing everything myself, these relationships that I've bred for the past 10 years. So it's, it's like, I feel as though like I'm a student of the game every day, but at the same time, I feel like I'm, I'm getting my rank a little bit, you know, uh, and even the past calendar year, even with COVID, I've built a lot of relationships with a lot of fashion reps at different companies. I get, you know, occasional packages to that care packages at the house from like pretty big brands, you know? So it's, it's cool to, to, to know that my, my hard work is being seen by those around me, um, from OGs, from elders that are in the fashion community that have done everything I wanted to want to do. Uh, seeing them tapping in with me, staying in touch with me, sending me stuff and really liking what I'm doing lets me know that what I'm doing is, innovative it's organic and it's not i don't look to any other fashion brands or 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 fashion heads for what i'm gonna do next you know so that's really the direction that the brand has taken since then i've been blessed to have 
three pop-up shops, all of them in uh, my home state of New York. Um, I've done a charity event. I've done, uh, I'm about to go on my third tour now. Um, actually end of this week with uh, Atlanta native Young Nudie. Um, I toured with him back in 2017. And uh, just the the opportunity that Young Nudie and his team, PDE Records, and that they've given me, um, allowed me to spread my wings, allowed for my my clothes and my my vision to become mainstream and to become on uh and to to really grow onto a stage or a platform that I wouldn't have had just being a an individual from Indiana doing fashion. So uh, I've really invested a lot of time and a lot of thought and a lot of uh just a lot of my my personal just being into just growing this brand and uh, especially alongside a lot of the Atlanta artists, <clears throat> most notably Young Nudie, like I've mentioned. Um, just a lot, uh, making custom clothes for them, making clothes for their label, making clothes for their personal while mixing in some of my actual brand's clothes. Um, it's just helped boost my my personal confidence and wanting to elevate. I, I, I was always a, a fan of investing in people who can do things professionally. So I used to always outsource my screen printing to people who I knew could do it well. Same with the stitching and embroidery. But as I kind of reached new heights and I had new people wearing my clothes and new eyes on my brand. I, I invested in myself and I said, you know what, during COVID, during qu quarantine, rather, um, I locked myself in the house, got off social media for a little bit and taught myself to sew, taught myself how to embroider, embroider taught myself how to uh, make appliques and how to apply that to clothing via heat and via, you know, sewing. So it's just a lot of different lessons that I've taught myself. And it's been really cool to um, really look back and look at where I can't come from and just printing heat press vinyls to actually sitting down and putting cut and sew things together um, and, and putting, you know, 45 minutes into a piece rather than, you know, print, press, print, press. So um, that's really been the elevation of the brand. And uh, as I, I mentioned, uh, I'm about to go on the, the Dr. Evil verse um, Rich Shooter tour for Young Nudie, um, making some custom pieces for them, some bandanas, some hats, um, some sweatshorts, some track pants, jackets, jean jackets, uh, vests, bandanas, if I haven't said already, but just a lot of just organic stuff, stuff that I've built upon with them in the past years, some new stuff, but just being able to build with a mind like his as he's an independent artist um, and I'm an independent you know, designer. It's cool for me to be able to see how he moves, how he dresses and be able to match my style uh, with certain pieces to him because I know his, you know, what he likes and he's not really, my brand is really a lot of colors, very eccentric, bold statement pieces. And uh, Nudie doesn't really move in that direction, so to speak. So uh, it is just, you know, it was, it was tough for me at the beginning, always presenting him with, you know, loud kind of expressive things. And it kind of had to move me to a direction where it was like, okay, this is kind of his speed. This is his style. And now I feel like, this tour was a breeze preparing for in terms of knowing what he's going to want, knowing what he's going to like, knowing his size, knowing people that's just on the team size as well. So just being able to build with the brand and <clears throat> build with the brand of nudie, build with uh, the individuals on his team. And uh, it just helps elevate my, my personal confidence and wanting me to uh, invest in myself more because it's, it's no longer just, you know, local friends that are wearing my gear. So I have to make sure that, you know, if he's going to wear something on stage, I got to make sure that my embroidery is, is, is taut. I got to make sure that my, my screen printing is quality, make sure that my colors are lush, 
you know, because it's gonna, it's not just on, you know, not, not to say that, you know, my local friends don't deserve that quality, but it's now on on a stage where he has that shirt on that rips. He has that shirt on. There's there's a, a a hole in something that looks bad on my brand at a bigger stage. Now it's like this guy Carl got an opportunity to put his clothes on this guy and look at what the what the final product he did was. It's so mid. That's so you know. That's not that's not what ten years should look like, right? So um, that's why I just take my time with my craft. I really like to stay inside. I have a couple couple influencers, a couple brands I like to watch for mental, like how they move, how they how they market, how they how they release, but not for like their actual designs and products and stuff. But I like the the mental mind behind some of the the, the brand heads. Um, but uh, all in all, yeah, that's uh, and and long story made long. That's really um. 10 years in the making, still building, still reaching new peaks, still new goals every day. And uh, can't say, can't spell fortunate lifestyle without for life. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I love it. So thank you so much for uh, opening up and sharing that story with us and really setting things up for us. And so now let's jump right into the heart of things. Um, folks basically come to this podcast because we promise them that in just 15 minutes a day, they're going to learn two amazing lessons, one that's relevant to their professional life, one that's relevant to their personal life. So let's start with your professional life lesson. What is it and what's the backstory behind how you learned that lesson? Wow, uh, that was a great question. Um, I'm going to just go with the first yeah, the first thing that came to my mind, and that would be uh, make sure all the people around you have a purpose. Make sure the people that are in your circle have a defined purpose. Um, I would say this became more apparent in the past calendar year. Um, now I'll just give you the 10 year synopsis. It's been, it's been occasions where, whether it was directly tied to fortunate lifestyle or it was an opportunity that came from an opportunity from fortunate lifestyle. Um, whether it was a camera opportunity, uh, interview opportunity, media opportunity that I've presented one of my peers or somebody I know around me that 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 does that. It doesn't just because you have an opportunity that you can present some, to somebody does not mean that they're going to accept it with the same rigor that you would. And um, that's I've set myself up in situations where I've I've brought a person I was supposed to do a job because I know they're a photographer or I know they're X Y Z. That's what they do. That's their hobby. That's what they they have an expensive camera. They have the equipment to do the job, and that's what they specifically. That's what they do. That's what they claim they want to. They want. That's their dream. That's when they they, they want to get rich off, rich off of. They want to become successful from, and then you you put them in in the field, and they think they're there just to kick it, or they 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 they're tired, or they're ready to go home. And it's like, bro, the job's not done. Like we're here on a mission. Like I don't understand. And it becomes now where the people that you brought them to do a job for are now looking at you like, what's going on? And now your credibility is being questioned due to the person that you put in that position. So I've had it happen to me numerous times. Um, I'm not here to bash anybody, you know, so I'm not going to give any specific stories. But it's just make sure that the people that are on your team, the people that are in your circle have the same passion for what they do, because this is the thing. This is another lesson. Nobody is going to have the same passion for what you do like you do. And I say that like that because it's just something that I have to remind myself all the time. No one's going to have the same love, the same energy, the same 
commitment to what you do as you are going to have yourself. And that's why I said the sole proprietor route was tough, but it was something I learned along the way. There's close friends, you know, um, similar minds of peers that I've tried to align to be a partner in this company with me because I was like, yo, we're good friends and you're fashionable. Um, me and you have numerous classes together and we see each other all the time and we work together. So why not work on this with me? You know? So I've done that. But like I said, once you make that leap, you look back and you're like, wait, they, they didn't show me any qualities to begin with. That was like, they wanted to be a partner in this. They, they were willing and they said, yeah, sure. That'd be cool. I want to be a part of it. But then what did they ever show me on the front end that was going to let me know they were going to give me work on the back end? So I, I always have to remind myself that no one's going to gonna have the same rigor for what you do as you do. But still align yourself and have people in your circle that have the same passion, that have the same passion that you do for what you do for what they do. <laughs> I know it might sound confusing, but I wake up every day thinking about what's the next um What's the next tier I'm going to take in the clothing realm? Am I going to experiment with jerseys, vests? Am I going to jump into full embroidery pieces and patches? Am I going to jump into um, num numerous multiple thread appliques? Like, what am I going to jump into next? Chanel patches on the back of pants. I wake up every day with a new thing in my mind that I want to jump into. Right. So as a as a as a for my videographer or as my publicist, or as my social media assistant, I would like for you to wake up every day thinking of new ways to elevate your craft. Not not for me, I don't have employees, but I'm saying like in for respective to you. As a photographer, you should wake up every day thinking about a new lens or, you know, the next upgraded, you know, equipment you want to get or a new style of film you want to shoot in soon. That's the type of passion I want know the people around me to have about their specific passion so when it comes time that tours coming up right and and let's say he's not but let's say nudie or you know whoever i'm touring with is coming to my city or a city nearby me or a city where you know i know somebody there that does good work i can reach out and confidently into management or and be like hey i got a boy this is his page you know he does good work he, he just needs an opportunity or a shot you know he's nearby on this date when we're in the city can he come and shoot some stuff Right. And I can ask that confidently, confidently, whether they say yes or no, knowing that if they do say yes, then my boy is willing and ready to come. If whether he has to pay forty five dollars for, you know, bus fare to come because his car is in the shop, whether he has to cancel on a date with his girl because, you know, this is a one night they're in the city. I know that he has that passion to come through and make it make it pop and make it make sense. So I just say all that once again, long story made long to um to highlight, make sure that the people you have on your team, the people that you hang out with daily have a passion for something that they're doing so that that drive that they have about what they're doing is going to resonate or it's going to rub off on you in some way. It, it, I can't stress enough. You don't want to be around people that don't have goals, that don't that aren't actively moving to, towards elevating their, their personal life in some direction. Um because it's going to you're going to feel like um you got to dumb yourself down. You you're going to feel like you you're complacent. People that are complacent in life, they're not the best people to have around. I'm going to just put it like that, <laughs> plain and simple. So, uh, yeah. So to answer the, the 
professional career question. I would say just make sure the people that you have riding with you, people that are moving around you daily, people you're talking to in your circle that you're getting advice from uh, are moving uh, and have a lifestyle similar to the one you have in terms of the passion that they put forth to their craft and um, the effort they put towards learning more and being a student of their respective craft. Okay. And so how about your personal life? What is a lesson and story that you can share with us? Okay. This is easy. When I first made my website, there was a, I had like a, a footer on there, uh, like back in 2011 for the first couple of years, I had my website. This was the footer that was always on there on every page. Um, don't let anyone make you feel like you don't deserve what you want. And that that's that's the answer to the question. Um, if I was to stop when people said that I was in over my head, if, when people were saying that the Legos were goofy or corny or cheesy in high school, uh, when people thought I was wild for just DMing a bunch of artists, uh, when people thought I was stupid for taking $100 megabuses from Indiana to Atlanta, 12 hours round trip, I mean, uh, 12 hours one way, but round trip taking the bus just to stay in Atlanta for a day or two, just so I could link up with a couple artists or meet up with a couple influencers to give them some free merch. Um, that was tough. I, I remember pe- people thought that, that was, there was no point in it. I couldn't find nobody to really fuck with me when I was, or excuse my language, nobody to really rock with me when I was outside the city. I was having to get mega buses every, I mean, uh, hotels every time because it's like, I don't know one in the city really. I know nobody's really rocking with me like that. And I don't want to just be staying with anybody. So I would just paying out of pocket to bus all the way there, stay in some, stay in a place, bus all the way back just to give people free gear that I'm spending money on to make, you know, to begin with. And if I had to listen to people was telling me that was a waste of time, why are you putting money into that? They're not paying you to come out there. You giving them free gear for all this time. If I was to listen to them back then, I wouldn't be where I am today, 10 years later, um, head of a thriving brand about to go on tour with my merch as well as merch for them, custom merch, um, linking up with some of my friends and family in some of these cities along the way. It's a blessing. This is what I do now. Like I, I make clothes. I'm a fashion stylist, designer. That's what I do full time now. So as well as manage um, <clears throat> the YouTubers that you had mentioned in the intro, that's what I do full time. So investing in yourself and not allowing anyone to make you think that you don't deserve what you want. If you want that, go get it. I don't remember who told me, but they said uh, it was uh, I was growing up and they it was some, one of my friend's dads. They said, uh, if I want it, go get it. Come back with it. And that's always stuck with me. It's a fact. If you want that, go get that and come back with that. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's it. Anything you want in life, go get that. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of these stories and wisdom with us. We really appreciate it. We can't wait for you to be back on the show, hopefully soon. Um, But in the meantime, for folks who want to reach out, learn more, connect with you, share their support, et cetera. What are some of the links, websites, or other ways that people can kind of get in touch with you if uh, if they're so inclined? Man, this was definitely an experience. I love the the questions. It really made me have to think. Uh, and I appreciate you guys letting me uh, speak at length about some of these uh, topics because uh, usually it's just a quick, 
couple sentences or, you know, brief little quick spot, but this actually allowed me to speak at length about certain things and my processes and uh, the journey. So I appreciate that. Uh, Fortunate Lifestyle, spelled like it uh, sounds. Uh, website, thefortunatelifestyle.com. Instagram, Fortunate Lifestyle. Uh, my personal is Case Wagon, K S W A G G I N. All handles. Uh, yeah, once again, I just thank you guys for your time. Thank you for everyone who tuned in and listened. Um, and I, I look forward to being back very soon. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. And thank you to everyone who tuned in today. We sincerely appreciate your time and we hope you'll subscribe, tell others about the podcast. And if you haven't already, please leave us a review. It means the world to us. All righty. See y'all again soon.